0: What is up, good people? Another episode of the All Go Podcast. I'm your host, Desmond. Uh, if this is your first time joining, uh, first off, thank you. Appreciate your time. Uh, also, while you're here, please like and subscribe. Uh, I do episodes on the regular covering football, basketball, uh, college and pro. Um, so feel free to uh, to like and subscribe. We definitely appreciate the support. Uh, today, we want to talk about our man Russell Wilson uh, just had a press conference. Um, OTAs are, are starting up for the NFL, and uh, uh, he was asked about his uh, his trade request or the trade request that wasn't. And, uh, you know, he had said that, uh, unfortunately, you know, some things were out there that it basically what he was saying, it wasn't true that he didn't request a trade, but also mentioned that, you know, he said he was happy But if he did go somewhere else, he would want to go to these four teams. So he gave a list of teams, even though he didn't want to be traded, which was very odd to me. Um, You know, Russell wasn't a nice guy. And I think uh, because of that, I think he's getting a a bit of a benefit of the doubt, which is fine. But he was just lying. You're lying. Russ, you are lying. And, you know, it's different because... Now you have to come back and answer questions about it, but you requested a trade, and that's okay. Like, and I, I think it's it's fine to be truthful about it because all of the stuttering and and talking in circles. I mean, I I heard a I don't know probably a minute or two clip on his response, and it was a minute or two that I heard that he basically didn't say anything. He, he just talked in circles the whole time. Um, it uh, <laughs> it, was, it I, I thought it was interesting, but um you know he, he mentioned that uh he didn't you know didn't request a trade he's got a no trade clause so you know no trade can go through without his approval and so on and so forth just kind of went down i guess the
1: rabbit hole of i didn't
0: do it but it seems like somebody did and he said he was in the bahamas when he got word of it but uh, it, to me it could have easily been squashed if in fact you didn't request a trade to to, to even a simple tweet just saying are falls, I didn't request a trade, and it would have been probably kiboshed right then, but instead, I guess you let that just kind of linger for two months, and now you're addressing it, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, he seems to be happy there in Seattle, uh, and uh, we'll see, you know, what happens with, with, uh, with them this year. I, it, it seems basically every year Seattle's in the mix, and he's a good reason, reason of that, like a big chunk of why they're in the mix every year because he's an all pro quarterback and plays really well. So we'll see what happens with the Seahawks. Um, wanted to kind of move Hold on to the NBA uh, where we have the Phoenix Suns uh, just swept uh, the Joker and the uh, Denver Nuggets, which was uh, pretty incredible. Um, they, you know, obviously are the, the two seed, I believe, and they, uh, you know, beat the, the, the Lakers 4 2. And then they move on to the Nuggets, and they swept them, which uh, Chris Paul and Devin Booker are just playing lights out right now. Um, I, I mean, it's it's hard to see just whoever comes out of the, you know, the Jazz Clippers series beating Phoenix because Phoenix is a really balanced team. They're one of the few teams that, that does have a, a traditional big and DeAndre Ayton. Um, you know, they've got a – the Point guard, a traditional point guard in, in Chris Paul. You know, he's not a above the rim type of point guard like a John Moran or Russ Westbrook. Um, he's a guy that, you know, likes at mid range, never dunks, likes to lay it up every, you know, when he when he gets to the basket, um, but is looking to get his, his other guys involved. So he's a big, you know, assist guy. He's going to have 10, 11, 12 assists in most games. Um, you know, really, really. Good point guard, but he's been playing great in these playoffs. Ever since that that shoulder uh, kind of got healed up, which was basically like game four of the Lakers series, he kind of got it back together. Kind of got was able to get healed and and feeling better, and and he's been playing lights out. Um, I think he averaged like 25 and 10 against uh, against the Nuggets, and just really rolling and and Phoenix. They might be coming out of the West, you know, when they, when originally they beat the Lakers, you know, my thought was like, it was, and maybe that was just my fault of not really understanding how good Phoenix is, but in, in my head, I was like, man, that, you know, this, that's a cute little story. You know, oh, the Phoenix Suns, like that's, that's cute. They're, you know, they they beat the Lakers, Lakers were banged up and, you know, they, they didn't have a, a their full ammo of guys to to get after it and you know I was just like ah you know that's cute that's real cute as far as uh you know them beating the Lakers but they're probably gonna go home and then they turn around and and sweep the nuggets um so they're for real and depending on what happens in the Eastern Conference um they I mean they could have a shot at at winning it I think this is probably the most open that the NBA playoffs have been in a long time um Unfortunately, I think it's that way because of injuries, not, not so much parity in the league Of that there are a lot of good teams. I think there's a decent amount of good teams, but, I mean, guys have been hurt. I mean, the Nuggets, Jamal Murray, you know, injured and, and didn't play the last I think, 20 games or so of the regular season and, and didn't play any playoff games. Uh, you know, LeBron had an ankle. AD had a plethora of injuries. He's, he seems to always have them. Um you know it just guys are, are are just banged up, you know James Harden is injured, uh Kyrie just got injured, so it's a lot of a lot of the stars have gotten injured and really it's it's looking like the the NBA champion is just going to be the the whoever can can you know, last the longest. It's not as much at, you know, who's a great player, a great Before we get started wanted to let you know about anchor it's the easiest way to make a podcast let me explain there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on spotify apple podcast and many more you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership and who doesn't like to make money it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place And the best part is it's all free. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So that part's a a little uh, a little uh, unfortunate that we're not seeing, you know, each and every team that's just, you know, healthy going into the playoffs that, you know, it's it's coming down to really just kind of the war of attrition. Uh, Because you'd like to see the you know, you'd like to see each team at their best and they kind of go at it and let the best team win. Um, you know, injuries are part of the game, so you, you take it in stride. But these are some major injuries and major players, major stars that are that are missing time and missing playoffs. But um, we'll see, because it looks like Phoenix is gonna uh, is going to uh, be pretty tough. They're gonna be a pretty tough out in the Western Conference Finals, whether it's the Clippers or uh, the Jazz that come out of it. So we shall see. Uh, in the East, you know. Kevin Durant gets an opportunity that he hasn't had in in quite a while, really ever. I mean, to to be he's he's always been the superstar on his team, like the you know, if not the best player, one of the best players on the team, one or two. Um, and now he's going to get the opportunity to carry you know a team with being the only star on that on that team, and it'll be interesting to see what he does with it because it's going to be, it's going to be a very different situation um, because it's going to be one where, you know, you can't, when I think of Kevin Durant, I think of scoring a lot of points, low rebounds and low assists. So like a, you know, 35, five and five is kind of what I think about. When I think about Kevin Durant, that he's a phenomenal scorer, phenomenal score. But as far as rebounding, playmaking, things like that, he's not, that's not really part of his game. And what the Nets are going to need him to do, at least in game five, which I believe is tomorrow, um, they're going to need him to do everything. He's he's going to have to be LeBron. And I'm not sure Kevin Durant's ever, ever been in a spot where he needed to be uh, LeBron's, you know what I mean? I mean, LeBron playoff game where, you know, you, 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 he, you probably need to go for 35 or 40. You probably need 10 or 11 rebounds. You probably need 13 or 14 assists. And I just don't know. I don't know if Kevin Durant has that in him. He definitely might. Uh, I mean, it's one game. When you think of a, a guy who's skilled in, in athleticcy, he probably can. I think he has physically can do it. The key is going to be, will he do it? Um, You know, it's a lot of pressure. The the Nets are, it's a tie series two-two, and the Bucks are playing with a lot of confidence right now. Um, They were able to hold the Nets to 83 points in Game Three, which I thought was just crazy and not something that was even remotely possible. And then they turned around and I think they held them to maybe 96 in the in the last game. So, which granted. Kyrie did miss a a good Good chunk of that game. I think he got third in the last um, to under 100 in two teams. Pretty impressive. What happened, I'm going to give you a question. Milwaukee, um, had Kyrie not gotten injured, I don't think I would have. I, I don't think the that Milwaukee uh, oh. would have won that game, but nonetheless, um, or I'm sorry, I don't think Milwaukee would have won the series if Kyrie doesn't get injured because with Kevin Durant and Kyrie at home, it, you know, for games one and two were just lights out. Like, I, it, it was at that point where I looked at it and it was like, I don't think anybody could beat them. Just in seven games, I just don't – it's just – it's difficult to have a team just go, you know – 10 straight possessions scoring a basket every single time like that's very difficult to fight through as a team and there's not much you can do to stop it I mean you know Kyrie is an elite scorer Kevin Durant's an elite scorer um you know it's just difficult like how do you defend Kevin Durant who's seven feet tall and shoots the ball over his head and you know I mean you can't block him he's quick enough he can go by you you know he's got a a turnaround, he's got literally every shot in the arsenal. So he's a, he's a very difficult matchup. Um, so it's, it's interesting. But I think with this injury, it's definitely going to put, uh, put a lot of pressure on Kevin Durant. And the, the scary part is is if you can't get this uh, this next game, which is going to be at home, if you can't get that one done, then you're going back to Milwaukee down 3-2. I'm sorry. Yes. Down three, two on the brink of elimination. And you got to get one in, in Milwaukee. And it's not that that's impossible to do. And maybe James Harden is back by then, you know, game six, but um, you know, the way they've officiated the games in uh, Milwaukee have been very different than how they officiated the games in Brooklyn. You know, whether you call it home cooking or not, whatever, but uh, they let them be more physical and that doesn't bode well for the Nets, who really aren't a physical team. They're more finesse. And the Bucks like to get, you know, physical, like to be a little, you know, gritty. They got guys like P.J. Tucker, Giannis, who are physical. Uh, Lopez, I think they have, I think it's Brooke Lopez, but nonetheless, one of the Lopez brothers. You know, they're, they're a big team, they're physical, and they like to play defense. They focus on it. So, that part doesn't bode well for the Nets. So, we will see what, what happens there, but um, it's going to be a lot of pressure. And, it, you know, the, the interesting thing is if the Nets do, you know, get eliminated, say they you know, go down, whatever, in six or seven games, um, just the, you know, missed opportunity. But I think there's going to be a lot of people that are happy about it because I don't think people really enjoy the, the super teams where guys link up and, you know, multiple superstars on a team. And, um, you know, it just kind of is what it is. I think some people watch to to see greatness, and then other people watch to see greatness fail. And uh, as far as the the difference, I mean, it's all the same. you are still watching. But uh, I think there's a a good percentage of people who who don't want to see the Nets win it just because, you know, it is kind of the super team. Like, you kind of took the easy way out. You know, uh, James Harden, you know, gets traded you know, kind of played his way out of, of Houston uh, in a bad way. And, uh, you know, and, and his reward is he gets to go to, to Brooklyn and win a championship. I mean, some people don't love that. Um, just kind of is what it is. Uh, for me, I the weird thing to me is, is for Kevin Durant, like why you left Golden State? Because all the feedback and everything talking about, uh, you know, Kevin Durant, when he went there was, you know, you went to the best team in the, in, really the best team in history, 73 and 19, you know, we had, um, it was a, a game better than uh, the Michael Jordan Bulls, which was 72 and 10. And, uh, you know, KD joined that team and won a couple championships and, you know, but it was still Steph's team. I mean, Kevin Durant I think was the best player on that team, but it was still golden state was, was synonymous with Steph Curry. And, I think, you know, for Kevin Durant, it it sounded like he wanted to kind of have his own team, but you also teamed up with Kyrie and then also, you know, got James Harden, you know, I'm sure they, Brooklyn front office came to KD and Kyrie and and cleared it with them before they made that trade, but they still made that trade. And, you know, so it's just kind of weird. Like for KD, it seems like you did it, you left to, to have your own team, but then, you end up teaming up with just as many, if not more, superstars than you than you had in Golden State. So just kind of odd. But, you know, to each his own. I can I mean, do whatever he want. wants. Um, but it definitely looks like they're would be on 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 course to win an NBA championship. And we'll see what happens with it. Um, it'll be interesting, but uh, we shall see. Um, it's looking like. Philly and Atlanta Hawks are, believe Philly's up 2-1 right now. Um, Atlanta looking to even the series, which I think that game has is, is tipped off already. Um, and the, the, for me, I, I've been pretty consistent with it. I just don't think Philly will be able to win an NBA championship with your point guard not being able to to take a 10-foot shot. Like, I, I just don't, I don't think in today's NBA you can do that. Um, you know, we, people can talk about how much value he had, Ben Simmons has, you know, to the, the Sixers. And it's more than just scoring. And and I agree with that. It is more than just scoring. But you're, he's not a massive plus player. He's a real. he's an elite defender. And I mean, outside of that, I wouldn't say he does really anything offensively at an elite level. He's a pretty good rebounder, pretty good passer. Um, but I mean. He can't shoot. Oh, oh, He can dunk. And that's it. So I, I just think you're going to put too much on Joel Embiid's plate that he's going to have to have just monster performances game in and game out when you get to, you know, Eastern Conference Finals or the NBA Finals because no matter who you play in the Eastern Conference Finals or NBA Finals, Embiid's not going to be able to beat that team by himself. And that is – essentially what Ben Simmons is doing to his teammate is making him beat the team by himself or you know and beating Tobias Harris who has been balling these playoffs um but it's it's I just don't think Philly's a, a threat to to get out of the east and we'll uh we'll see what happens but um yeah that's a that is about it for me uh I greatly appreciate you listening and uh checking me out like i said like and subscribe um drop a comment as well i'm open to feedback love to hear from you and uh that is it so peace